Hey, welcome to another edition of Late Night with Larry. I'm your host, Larry D. I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give him a shout-out. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode. And we're not in the Larry D. studios anymore. Where are we? We are once again back up in the Hamas Mountains, live on location. And it's cold. It's, 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 the term is freezing balls, I believe. Yes. And it's funny because I usually hear girls say that more than anyone. And right. At least I hope they don't have balls. Well, we have a, a, another guest with us out here who's our co-host, co-host. And it's, it's my Chesapeake Bay Retriever, Polo. And he's here. So if you hear him bark, that's because he may sense something, but we're up here squatching as we usually do. Yeah, he, this is, uh, we're getting him <laughs> used to the forest. He's got a lot of new uh, smells and stuff. So you'll probably hear him in the background. He, he's, now that it's dark, he's looking around. He's hearing different sounds that he's not used to. Right. He's, he's it's getting his attention now that the sun's went down yeah now we we talked about coming back up here we wanted to come up here before uh they closed it off they closed this place off in the winter now coming up where we're at there's not a soul around because on the way up there was a tree blocking the road that's right and and i told my brother just leave it down so that no one could get through (laughs) right now and and it was it was a big tree we would have had to take a chainsaw to it yeah we would have but we're up here in our hot spot and it's cold it is freezing yeah and we're we're hoping for some activity it would be nice if we got activity while we're podcasting but who knows that's lightning striking right now now out here uh because of the wildfires and close to santa fe they have uh reinstated the fire restrictions so we're pretty much in the dark here we have any we don't have the lantern on or nothing but and that's why we're freezing that's right we can't start a fire so we're cold and it's getting really dark and and uh yeah my okay easy boy you could hear that he's he senses something out there he's hey hey take it easy anyway we're hoping to get some activity because this is our hot spot where we get activity but we figured we'd come up and we got to do one last on location before they lock us out of this place and it's sad that they lock us out of this place because as we said people come up here and they just don't know how to read the forest the sky the signs and they get lost and many people have died up here right now i got a a pet peeve i gotta get out right now uh we came out here it's beautiful up here now in our our spot there's there's people who camp around here sometimes now we found who did we find we found trash yes and i don't like that come on people let's keep it beautiful keep it the way it is if you pack it in pack it out that's right i mean if you're gonna come up and adventure in the forest don't leave your trash man come on yep exactly leave it beautiful for the next person to enjoy that's right and it is beautiful up here and we were talking about it saying if we could and we had the money we would buy property up here and we would build a cabin and we'd live out here yeah now we we came out here and one thing we noticed was uh 
some tree movements over there off in uh, I guess that would be that's gonna be that's gonna be north northeast northeast and I, I asked my brother I said hey did you notice all those down trees over there they weren't there last time we came no they weren't and uh, that we've noticed a lot of down trees and yeah now we we talked about when we came in the the tree block in the road now we we it's real thick here so i i didn't see a tree stump i i it i don't know if it's natural tree fall or if it was pushed there or pushed over but i didn't see a tree stump it's it's i'm not 100 percent sure but it, uh, it was a big tree but it, it was definitely blocking the road uh so if it was placed there they definitely are saying no longer can you come on this point yes now here in new mexico hunting season has started now if we have any listeners that are hunters you know i'd love to hear your story now where i work uh, it's it's a small town between uh albuquerque and the arizona border uh everyone there pretty much is a hunter but i don't hear a lot of stories from my co-workers that are hunters now the area I, I i don't hear the it's the mount taylor area now i don't hear a lot of stories coming out of there about sasquatch or um but how uh, maybe it's because sasquatch could sense the hunters have guns i, I don't know you know I, I don't know if they could sense that but i think they definitely you do know if they see a gun they definitely know what it does right now have you ever heard any stories come out of the Mount Taylor area? I no, I've never not once heard of a Sasquatch sighting or story in that area. Right, neither have I. So I'm curious if if anyone has heard or are familiar with New Mexico that part of it and you've even heard like maybe a second, third hand story. I, I wanna know because everyone I know that hunts up there, you know, they look at me crazy when I tell them about Sasquatch or they'll they'll come up and ask me you really see one you really had an experience because i've been hunting all my life in these mountains and i've never seen anything right and and you know some people that's just the way it is hunters could go out in the forest their whole life and not have an experience and you get these people that are not hunters but yet walking trails and just out lollygagging in the forest and they get experiences now i can't tell you why that happens or why it doesn't happen but you would figure as a hunter you you're going off the grid you're not on the trails you're in the valleys where the deer go and where they walk where they feed you would figure that hunters would have more experiences than just the average everyday people that do have experiences right they're on the game trails right but um you know i don't know if it's because the sasquatch do know what guns do or there's not any in that particular area which is possible also but I, I tell these hunters just because you never seen them don't mean they haven't seen you that's right i mean if you're a hunter and they're in your area oh they're probably paralleling you they're watching your every move especially because they know what those guns do i'm confident that they know what guns are for and uh, the boomsticks they know exactly what they do they know they kill uh and that's why they would probably watch hunters more closely right yeah no i i agree but i i don't know this uh the mount taylor area it's connected to other mountain ranges that's what baffles me is i've never heard any stories come out of there but then again um 
I don't know. Maybe they don't go over there. It's strange because they've got plenty of deer and elk and other wildlife. They got turkey and they've got other big predators. They got bears and big cats. But why not Sasquatch? Now, is it because Mount Taylor is kind of the end of a mountain range? So they don't want to be down there? Um, maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Why, why haven't we heard any stories? I don't know. Well, I know Mount Taylor, it's, it's an, a dormant volcano. There's a lot of snow. There's a lot of elk, a lot of deer. You know, so there's plenty of food. Just like where we're at, up in the Hamas here, there's plenty food for the squatches i mean there's plenty water plenty food roots berries they could live good now i don't know why there's never been a sighting and if there have been maybe they just don't want to talk about it that's that's a possibility because uh when you open your experiences uh especially to professional hunters you're going to get a lot of ridicule okay the dog he senses something out there right Okay, but anyway, you're going to get a lot of ridicule, uh, especially from the non-believers. That's why, even today, a lot of people are, they're, they're real uh, reserved about bringing their story out, telling their story. Yeah, they're cautious. They don't want you to think that they're a nutcase. Right, yeah. And uh, <laughs> when I had my experience for a minute there, I thought I was a nutcase. That's why I agreed to come back out here to... Well, I didn't. When he told me about his experience, I kind of i I took it with a grain of salt, and I thought about it for a minute, and I was like, "No, okay, okay." But then, you know, me being interested in this topic all my life, uh, I said, "Okay, I got to go see this. You got to take me out there and show me where you where you had this." Right. And now that I'm, I've come out here with him. I look and I'm like, okay, why couldn't it happen out here? This is perfect terrain for them. Right, and and you've heard things yourself. We haven't had the the class A uh, experience that I had, but we've had some pretty compelling things happen. We have. I mean, and if you listen, if you're a follower of our podcast, all the things we've told you that happen up here, the sounds we hear, uh, you know, I don't know how to explain them. Uh, but they do happen and you could it's your choice you could believe us or you can but we know what we heard right now when i told him my story he didn't really uh you know put me down as a bser or you know a hoaxer or anything he his, his biggest thing when he asked me about my experience was was it misidentification that was somebody screwing with you that was my thing i'm like but you know come to find out i'm like uh, I don't think that's what it was. Yeah, I brought him out here, and he's like, no, no one's going to be out here screwing with you. And we walked through the scenario of what happened, and where he showed me the eye shine, and when he described it to me, I'm like, you know, these are some big creatures. Right. We're Actually, we're standing right here we are. where I see the eye shine, and what would you say that's maybe 20, 30 yards away? I'd say, I'd say it's about 20 yards away. It's an aspen tree about 20 yards away. Yeah, and yeah, and it was it was just off the hook that night, and we had so much things happen. It, it had such an impact on us. Uh, we're coming out here today, 
I asked my son if he wanted to come, and he's like, nope, I got other plans. <laughs> and we ask him every time, but since they had that encounter, he is yet to come back. And when we invite him, he always refuses. He says, no, he's not coming back. Yep. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, if I would if I would have been here for the encounter, would I be back? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But it intrigued me enough to where I talked my brother to come back. Right. And if you want to talk me into it, I probably want to come back. Yeah. And and I talked him into it because I'm like, okay, I want that experience. And we're, we're hoping lightning strikes twice with that same experience, which it may not. But I can guarantee you we have had anomalies that we can't explain right you know there's someone out there doing something we can't see them but they're letting us know they're out there screams i mean some of the some of the craziest screams i've heard have been up in this forest right now i i think if we keep coming up here like we do uh, i'd like to come up more often as we do but you know we got that damn thing called a job i know shit yeah but i think if we keep coming up and you know, we like to travel these forest roads at night where nobody's on. Maybe we'll we'll get lucky and we'll have a payoff and we'll Maybe. see something. Well, you know, it's it's like anything else. It's it's like a guy who's not very attractive and he wants to go on a date with a woman. He's got to keep on, keep on. It's it's just keep this doing the same thing over and over and over. And finally, a girl will say, "Okay, yeah, I'll give you a shot." Well, we keep coming back. We keep doing our wood knocks. We keep trying to attract them, and we're going to do it over and over and right. over right. until we get that date. Right. But do you have to really use my love life as an example? Oh, well, <laughs> I, I, I I was just I'm just trying to make a point here for our listeners. Well, I heard the dad bods back, so hey, maybe there is hope for me. Well, you know, if 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 chicks are into a dad bod, I'm I'm game. <laughs> We're gonna be in playgirl. That's that, all I got to say. That's right. <laughs> we got it down. But no, we come up here because I know, I know deep in my heart that they do exist up here. And I know because not, we're not the only ones that have had experiences up here. No. There are detailed accounts from people that have just come up and hung out. But, you know, there's stories of people that didn't want to have an experience, but by God, they did. Right. And that's usually who it happens to. And, yeah, so, you know, we, we're up here. We try and... We try and attract them, but, you know, maybe we try too hard, but they always let us know that they're here in one yeah, way or another. Yeah, usually they, they let us know, and like I say, habituation, maybe eventually they get used to us and they'll start coming closer. And that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, we've had crazy things like the bottle. We talked about the sound of the gas can. And, right. And, like, there's no one up here. And the screams, the screams are the, the icing on the cake there. They, they are. And you know what? We're either really brave or really stupid because as I look around and it's getting dark and dark, we're it. Thank God I brought my dog because I said, I'm bringing the uh, early detection warning system yeah. now. And uh, yeah, he's bucked up a couple of times. Yeah. And it's it's dark. We Right now we can't see past the tree line. So No. And it's going to get darker. And colder. And it is cold. Yeah, but I, I think um, 
hopefully eventually we'll see something but we come up here we uh we all we're also in tune to the signs like that fallen tree right we look for signs was it natural tree fall was a tree rotted is there still a tree stump or was it pushed over or was it placed there well we we look for things that are out of place because we come up here and you take a mental picture and you say okay this is how it looked when we left we we look at the the, the fire the where we left our fire ring our, our fire pit we look at the wood around us uh, the grass growth we we just try and keep everything in mind and that's why when we saw the the tree where they looks like they just threw trees yeah that's that's one of the first things that popped out to both of us both of us we both noticed that and i i was like were all those trees there and and who's just gonna throw trees like that there right and it's like they threw them from the tree line out into that little clearing yes they did well we are here we're hoping for some activity but we don't know if we're going to stay all night because we can't have a fire right now we, we talked about it if we would have had a fire we would have probably stood we stood all night or most of the night most of the night yeah but since we can't have a fire i think hypothermia could set in pretty quick <laughs> it, it, that's how cold it is really now the fire restriction there's there's no need for it it's 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 green and it's still very damp so you people that think uh, when you look us up and you say, well, they're in New Mexico and you see that it's desert and we have 100 degree temperatures, that's down in the desert area. We're up in the mountain area. I want you to start looking when you do your Google searches for these mountain areas and it, it gets cold. Yeah, it gets freezing cold. Last year we were out here, what, uh, end of August? End of August. And in, in the mornings, it was so cold, we couldn't sleep. We had to get out of the tents in the middle of the night and stoke the fire. Um, I put my tent so close to the fire it got burned. <laughs> but, <Yes. laughs> middle of August, we're still getting frost on the truck. Yes, it, and, and people would say, no way. But yeah, that's how it is in the mountains. You know, the mountains, uh, I would say July like late june july is when you could come up here and you won't get frozen but it's still you'll come up in july when it's 120 degrees in the city and up here yeah at night you still gotta wear a jacket you know it's still cool and that's just the way it is and these creatures survive up in this yeah we talked about that earlier and how they survive and they they gotta have a, a pretty good coat pretty good pretty thick skin like an elk or something i, I don't know it's 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 hard to say because you know they say they're uh uh, an ape that's All what right. that's one of the theories they're uh gigantopithecus or you know they're that's a just type of primate right a type of primate that's what the theory nobody knows for sure but you don't think of an ape with that kind of skin because no. they come from you know the cradle of life in africa where it's hot right but of course like coming over the land bridge you know animals adapt to their surroundings so maybe they did uh they get obviously they got hairier than a gorilla 
Right. Well, I mean, everyone is, that has had up-close personal sightings say that they do have long, shaggy hair. I mean, that hair has to serve a purpose. But my thing is, when we were talking about this, so I explained to him why the, the breed of dog that I have, why they do, they fare well in cold temperatures, especially when they hit water, is they have oil uh, that is beaded on their hair. They they secrete oil their skin and their their hair is full of oil so water snow it just beads right off and that's what helps keep them warm and and they fare out in in the snow and in the colder temperatures because they're hunting dogs yes yes now the sasquatch they they have to adapt something like that or a coat thicker skin something especially the ones in alaska up north where it gets like (laughs) i don't know colder than i could even comprehend right so you know these creatures have to they have to have oils on their hair and maybe that's where some of the stench comes from because i could when i rub my dogs i get some of the oil off of them and i smell it and it you know it it's not a pleasant smell they don't stink like a skunk but (coughs) it's a different smell right and uh, and even like when they rub against or they they horseplay and they rub against the side of my house you could see where they leave some of the oils and uh so i think these creatures have adapted that type of skin and hair where the the the, the moisture is going to beat off so that they stay warm right or if they have to cross a creek or a river and it, it'll, it'll beat off them and then they'll dry up real quick right yeah, it's, it's got. There's got to be something to it because it's uh, their habitat's unbearably cold. It is, and like we say, we come up here and it's cold. So we started thinking about this. How do they survive? I mean, they don't have shoes, they don't have pants, they don't have shirt. So we know the hair plays a part, and their feet also. They have to be tremendously calloused. Right. Well, you walk barefoot all your life. I'm sure you would be. Right. Now, um, another another theory or another question that was posed to me is uh you know they're they're an intelligent creature can they make fire you know i don't know that's that's that that may be a question we may never know but we've seen a lot of the structures that they built like their nesting areas right and you know around them there's there's no signs of fire right right but they do know how to build a nesting area to keep the elements off of them right now they build nesting areas when they're out in the open now the theory is they're clan creatures how about in their home base right that's that's another question that i don't know if we'll ever know an answer to unless we get abducted and i'm not going to volunteer no i won't either but whew I don't know if I'll get out of it. Once I start pooping myself, they might say, eh, get rid of this one. He's rotten. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, he smells like the dead fish on the creek. Get hey, rid of yep, him. Exactly. Either that or they'll say, hey, he's one of us. <laughs> well, he's a one of us, but he's pretty bald. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so crazy. But these are just some of the theories that we sit out here in the woods as we're waiting for activity. We sit here and we wonder, how, how do these creatures survive? Right. Yeah, we, we ponder this all the time. And uh, we, we watch 
a lot of documentaries we listen to a lot of people's research and i don't know there's there's really never been any debate on how they study or i mean how not how they study how they survive right the whole debate is are they real do they exist well we already know they do now do they hibernate like a bear see that's that's another thing these are questions that we really need to find out i mean because you figure in these mountains when it snows when the snowfall comes i mean most of these animals do they 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 hunker down they hunt all summer long trying to get fat like bears so that they can hibernate i mean because when the snow falls creatures they they just they they hunker down there's not a lot of movement Uh, for one if the snow's deep it's hard for them to move so i don't know okay the dog's acting up again there's it's it's almost pitch black right now and the dog's acting up he hears something out there he does Anyway, anyway, we're back. We're we're out here looking for clues. We're looking for evidence. We want to hear something. We want to see something. And we're saying we do this for you, for our listeners. We we hope you enjoy it. Yeah, no, we do it for ourselves, but we we want to share with. We want to share it with you. And if if for some reason we ever came up missing, you know where we're at. Look for the recorder. <laughs> right. And if they eat us, just know we died doing something we love. That's right. That's right. Oh. What is it, boy? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. that's that's a warning. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and end it here. And we're going to sit in silence and see what the dog points at us. And, and, and see what's going on here. So... We thank you for listening, and I forgot to say it in the beginning. Before you leave, hit that subscribe button. And if you want to get in touch with us, you got a story, a sighting, a haunting, let us know. We'd love to talk to you. Yep, we'd you, love, even if you want us to tell it for you. Right, and you can do that at late night with Larry 55 at gmail.com. Anyway, we're on location in the dark once again thanks for listening and it's getting creepy and squatchy but we'll let you know how it turns out that's right peace out peace out